counseling, therapy, psychiatrist, psychologist. Are these ugly words to you? I have been in a lot of conversations where I bring these words up and people are like, you have a therapist? You guys go to marriage counseling? What's wrong? Is something wrong? Today, I would love to normalize counseling, normalize therapy, normalize this incredible tool that can truly transform your relationships where you are in life, whether whether it's a relationship or not. You might just need to get to the next step professionally or personally, and I really want to crack the code and remove the stigma and just let you in to what counseling can do for you. So let's dig in. Welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. And we want to thank Remy's Ranch for bringing this episode to you today. And you know, wellness is mind, body, and spirit. We're talking about, you know, wellness in a relational sense today as we talk about counseling and therapy. Um, But we really want to thank Remy's Ranch for bringing this episode to you today. And at Remy's Ranch, you can find solutions for other parts of wellness and health. And so if you're looking to swap out things in your home to cleaner products, to shop with a purpose, we would really love for you to check them out on Instagram and on Facebook to learn more about their purpose and their mission. Okay, so I'm really looking forward to breaking this down. I've had so many conversations with friends and just with listeners recently about this, and counseling is just not something I think that we have normalized enough yet. I think that when we say these words, it's like this, oh, like you really do that? You really go there? I often go into a business and there will be like business cards for a counseling, um, you know, like a counselor or a therapist. And they're like hidden in the corner. Like if you really need help, check out this corner. And I want to be like, we all need help. Are you kidding? Like (laughs) we are all so screwed up. And I think that if we talk about it, it can really just destigmatize it. And I think that that's really important to do. So I hope to do that with you today. And as I have been preparing for this episode, you know, I usually post on my Instagram stories when I'm walking into my counselor's office and it never fails to blow to blow my mind when I come out of the counselor to like a hundred DMs saying, Oh my gosh, thank you for just being honest that you go to counseling. Thank you for posting that on your stories. Like I really wish more people would be transparent about that. And part of that I'm thankful for because I'm thankful that people know that they can know that they're going to get transparency from me. But the other side of it breaks my heart because how many of us are hurting and are struggling But our tough exterior and our shell is preventing us from asking for the help that we need. So I am going to get very vulnerable and transparent with you in today's episode. And I would love to hear back from you on your thoughts. And I would love to just encourage you that if you find yourself in any of these places, good or bad, 
Um, don't hesitate to reach out to a counselor, to a trusted advisor, um, to a therapist, whether that be psychiatrist or psychology. Um, I think that there are so many forms of help in this area that are incredibly beneficial. And I do want to preface this by saying I am not a doctor, of course. I think that's important to note. And you really want to make sure that you're finding the right fit for you. So depending on what your needs are, just make sure you're having those met by whatever professional you choose to seek in this. So let's talk about how my journey and my marriage journey through counseling into counseling started. Um, We got married seven months to the day after we met. (laughs) So we didn't have time to do a lot of premarital counseling because we were only engaged for 18 days. Our wedding hashtag was not pregnant because (laughs) we, we weren't pregnant, but that would, and other, you know, down in the South, that's the only reason why you get pregnant or you get married in 18 days. Um, but we weren't. We just had some family stuff going on. And we, as we were looking at what our engagement was going to look like, we just decided to go ahead and do it. We knew we wanted to be together. So we just moved the wedding up and got married. Um, but what we quickly realized, like the day after the wedding, is that, whoa, like we do not know each other. We have some things we need to work through. And at that point, we realized that although we didn't have a lot of time for premarital counseling, we needed a lot of postmarital counseling. And so as we were really getting to know these deep depths of each other and, you know, childhood wounds and just our like huge major things from our past that truly had impacted the, the people that we were we needed a lot of help. And so at that point we got into counseling and at that point our issues were pretty chronic. We were there because we really needed help. And we were also in that like firing zone where every, every session was an immediate issue we had to work through, right? Like we would go in and our, we both had our guns pulled and we were just angry with each other and it was very fiery. And that it took a long time to work through that part of it to get to a place where the sessions were no longer, oh my gosh, can you know, I'm so upset about what he said yesterday. How do I deal with this one issue? It became more at, you know, we've settled into some of these issues. We know these things about ourselves. And so now how do we just deal with the daily life? But as most of us do, we fall out of habits a lot. And Stephen and I definitely did that. And so a couple of years went by and we've sprinkled counseling and, you know, in and out of our marriage. But, um, in the beginning of this year, we were in a rough place, like a really rough place over the past six or eight months. I would say as I've been recovering from having a baby and I had a very tough delivery and I really, I think I probably, um, missed out on some pretty serious postpartum things that I struggled with. Um, and, I had a really, it took me a really long time to identify why I was struggling and how I was struggling. And so coupling that with just the stresses of any marriage and a new baby and a home renovation and, um, all of the things that you could possibly imagine going on in a family's life have been going on in our lives. It seems like over the last year. And so we got to a place where honestly, Steven, and I'm so thankful that he did this. He came to me and he said, I'm making an appointment. I'm making a counseling appointment. That's all I know to do. We are going nowhere fast. We were just in a really deep rut. 
And that was about six months ago. And we were back in that firing pattern, right? Like we would sit down and I was furious and he was furious and it was really, really challenging. And every single session, it was just one issue after another. And, you know, how do we, will we ever get through these weeds of just real, like of deep, deep frustration? And I would say that that took about four or five months. And over the last month and a half, we finally got back to the calmer waters where we are still meeting in sessions. Sometimes it's together, sometimes it's separately. Um, But now we've really committed to making this a part of our daily life. And so honestly, I'm going to counseling today and I don't have anything just crazy to tell her about or talk through, but I have changed my mindset to looking at counseling, specifically marriage counseling. Um, but this applies to anyone and everyone. If you are 21 and living in New York city, find a counselor. If you are married and you're 48 and you have three kids, please find a counselor. We have just kind of you know, changed our mindset to view counseling as working out. If we are going to be strong in our marriage and uh, be like-minded on these issues that we would naturally be so far apart, so far apart on. And like we, he and I literally have the most polarizing personalities. Um, You might've caught glimpses of that in earlier podcasts, but if you take the two most opposite people on planet earth in most cases, um, besides our love for murder shows before we go to bed. Um, that is who we are. And so we have had to do so much hard work in getting to know how do I live with you? (laughs) How do I do life with you? How will we ever come to an agreement that a fancy cheese board is in fact worth paying money for when you have friends in town? Like I will tell you, we have fought more over a cheese board than most things in our marriage. So That is really letting you into the depths, just so you know. But in all seriousness, we are looking at it as if we're going to have a strong marriage, we've got to do this. We've got to make this a part of our life. It's got to become a habit. And whether or not there is this dire emergency need in our relationship, our marriage needs this. Um, It is something that keeps us accountable not just to each other, but our counselor is incredible at asking hard questions. She is very unbiased. And so she's just as quick to call me out on something as she is him. And so to have this strong and steady voice in the room saying, listen, respect in this situation looks like this. Love in this situation looks like this. Grace in this situation looks like this. And to have someone who can see both sides and hear both perspectives, it's not always fun in the moment, right? But it is so, so worth it. So I just challenge you, you know, I think so much of the reason that we don't do anything in life, anything is fear. Like, are you scared of being vulnerable? Are you scared of someone seeing your yuck? Like, are you scared of, you know, you have these things in your heart that you know you struggle with, but maybe you've hid them for long enough from your friends or your spouse or whatever, but is the counselor going to bring it out in you? And that wouldn't feel good, right? But can I tell you that if fear is what is holding you back, the fear that you have about going and opening up to someone and laying it all out there will not be remotely as great as the freedom that you feel in your relationship or just in your life in general, when all of those things can be laid down and you guys can can begin to see them for what they are, see each other for who you are 
and have the freedom to be yourself with this newfound respect for who you are, right? It's just, it's mind blowing. And I remember getting to a place with Steven several weeks ago and we finally just looked at each other and I think I said, I really like you today. Like, I like who you are. I'm sure he was like, thank goodness. But you know, we let, we laugh about it now, but we were in a place where I, I didn't, I didn't like him. He didn't like me. This was, it had gotten to a place that was so hard just to walk each day out. And now I look forward to hearing his responses to things because I no longer take them like darts through my heart because I know I'm going to disagree. Like, um, I don't, I no longer wait for or brace for impact for him to tell me no about something because now I just know that him saying no about money that I would like to spend. It's not because he doesn't love me. It's not because he thinks that maybe I don't need it or want it or shouldn't have it. But everything that he chases in life is secure is security. That's all he wants. All he wants is to feel safe and secure and prepared for our future. And as hard as that is for me, an Enneagram seven, he's an Enneagram six. It is, it makes me feel, or, you know, if I say, oh, I would love to have this trip or this experience or this pair of shoes or whatever in that moment, I'm chasing joy in the moment. Um, I love for each moment to be filled with as much joy and as much, you know, just, um, life as it can, but sometimes that can lead to me not making good decisions. And so to have his steady voice saying this, like, look at the future. This is not what we need to do in this moment because the effects are going to be X, Y, and Z. Whereas, you know, a year ago I would have felt so shut down by that. I would have felt like he doesn't want my needs to be met. He doesn't want what I want or what's good for me. But now, and I do not handle it perfectly. Please hear me say that I can see like, okay, I really might want to do this or have this or whatever. But if he can see something that I can't, I need to respect that. And I need to trust that he doesn't want me to not have joy in this moment. He wants me to have the safety and security that I really need, but would never seek for my own self in the future. And so the flip side of that is that I've asked him to live a little, like I've asked him to live his life and to enjoy his life in every moment. Because for him, he can be so, he can chase so hard after security that he can become paralyzed in life. And I wouldn't have known any of these things. I would have never looked at this this way again before the last few months. But what I've asked him to do is to just breathe when he feels like he can't, or when he feels like we're in a terrible place, usually it's not necessarily the truth. And so when he is feeling trapped or crushed by the pressure to achieve this amount of security that maybe we need, or maybe we don't. I've just asked him to breathe into that and relax a little and to think about the things that we do have today that are amazing. We have an incredible baby. We have a beautiful home that we've worked so hard on. We have There are so many blessings around us that we can pause and be really thankful for. And that can give us energy into getting through the next thing. Um, So it's just so important to know these things about yourself, about your partner. And I can just assure you that it will give new life and just a huge, huge new joy to the relationships that you're in if you have access to these tools. And without counseling for us, we would not have had these tools available to us. So I want to give a major shout out and thank you to our incredible counselor. She knows who she is. And if you um, are looking for one in your area, 
please just find someone you trust and have them help you point, get pointed in the right direction. Um, it is such a, such powerful tool. And I think that if we looked at it more like drinking our hundred ounces of water or going to your favorite workout class, because we want our bodies to be, to be healthy and to be well conditioned, our marriages, our relationships, and ourselves, our souls are no different. And why shouldn't we give that the time that it deserves? Why shouldn't we give those the tools that we need to be stronger in those things? And why is there this stigma around it? So the next time that you have a friend who shares with you that they are getting help in any form or going to counseling or seeing a therapist, would you just give them a high five and a hug and say, hey, my friend Lacey just said that that's really cool that you would say that out loud. I feel like I need to hug you. And if you have their permission to give them a hug, I would love for you to do that and tell them that I sent you. Um, I just think that the more we normalize it, the more help more people are going to be able to get. And I think that that can be a really, really beautiful thing. So I would love to just know your perspective on this. I would love to know if you have a counselor or a therapist that you love. I would know, I would love to know if you have been positively affected by this or if your marriage has all of these things just um, are so filling to my cup when I get to hear back from you guys. So please reach out to me on Instagram. Um, That is Lacey underscore lately. And it would just be my joy to hear about, um, all your, just your past and where, you know, how you have gotten help, um, and development personally or professionally through someone like that. So that would be super awesome to hear. Um, I'd love for you to share this with your friends. If you know of someone who is just hardheaded, like we have those friends, I've been that friend. I've said, I'm fine when I'm not fine. Send this to a friend who might not be fine and who might just need permission and the freedom to say, it is okay. It is so okay. It actually shows strength and the desire to get to a better place to go and find help. I am never going to tell you that you need to be the one putting it on your Instagram stories or shouting it from the rooftops that you go to counseling. But what I am saying is that I want you to find the strength inside of yourself to know that it is such a powerful tool and it only shows strength for you to go. It will never show weakness. Showing up with someone who is wiser than you and can guide you in the areas that you really need help in or to develop more into, um, that only shows a strength of you, that you are able to sit down and listen to someone who has wisdom to share with you. So I can assure you that. And um, so if you have that friend in your life, send this episode to them today. And if you're listening and you love this, or if it has been helpful to you or impactful for you, I'd love to see you post that on your stories and tag me uh, so that I can reach out to you as well. And just say thank you so much for listening to the effort that we're putting into this podcast um, every single day. So that is it for me today on this episode. And we look really forward to seeing you next time on Honey Hush. 